0: Welcome back to another episode. I really don't know what episode number this is going to be because I record different things in different orders. Welcome to another episode of the Roblog, Rob Pod, Rob Blog, Rob blog, 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 blog Rob, Rob Um In this episode, we're going to talk about video games. As I uh, as I mentioned before in the description of our previous episode where I discussed Forager. I basically have no qualifications or no right really talking about video games, but uh, I enjoy video games and so I'm going to talk about video games, essentially. Um, in this episode, um, I'm going to talk about a video game series that's very close to my heart. Not the closest to my heart, that that's taken up by Pokemon. Um, And I will discuss that in a different episode or different episodes. There's lots to say there and I'm really not... I haven't thought about it enough to talk about Pokemon. I'm going to talk about something that's kind of up there with one of my favourite series. Uh, I've got varying thoughts about the different entries in the series. Um, And it's something that sort of ebbed and flowed in its media presence, in its critical response in its popularity in the west um, and that similar to Pokemon is yo Watch yes I'm, I'm not sure there's very many people making podcast episodes talking about Yokai Watch in 2019 but I um, um, I don't really know where to start if you've not heard of yo Watch it is a monster catching monster raising, hunting game similar to Pokemon your monsters do evolve um, they do hold items and things, you do go around battling and catching them it's very similar to Pokemon um, and I know there's been this fight between Pokemon and Yokai Watch but for me as somebody that's a fan of the genre I've always been very welcome of Yo-Kai Watch um, it's different in ways, there's different the, the the battle mechanics are largely passive you support your yokai by spinning a wheel and controlling who's at the front and doing super moves called ultimate moves and healing them but really they fight on their own um, which and then you can get basically items that increase their chances of attacking, increase their chances of defending and things like this so it's, it's the same but different, it's Japanese the same as Pokemon and it's based around yokai who are actually um, a part of Japanese mythology Um, and yokai's are traditionally blamed in Japan for for issues Um, so somebody becomes inspirited by a yokai they say and that might make them angry they you know and so it's sort of traditional but at the same time there's a lot of There's a lot more comedy than there is in Pokemon because you have um, Yokai such as Cheek Squeak, Cheek Squeak that make you fart. Um, Snot Salon that's, you know, for when you're all, they make you snotty. Things like this. Um, I'll go into a brief history. I know I've said um, probably far too many times. The original game, Yokai Watch, I think launched in 2013 in Japan. And sold, I think, 1.1 million copies. It was massive. Huge. I mean, I'm talking... I've heard stories of people queuing at malls to stand next to Jabunyan, who is the... Sorry. He's the red cat on the front. He's the mascot. Like, and nobody queuing for Pikachu in that year. And it still continued to be massive. Um, it's launched out there with merchandise, with these watches, with... Um, trading card game with you know, kind of similar to Pokemon with a trading card game with a TV show and the country itself has embraced it and over here in the west there were rumblings I remember reading about it um, and people going oh is this Pokemon killer and things and of course I don't ever read into stuff and think oh yeah it's going to kill Pokemon but I do read into things and go well they're comparing it and that's something I'm interested in so obviously this is a 20, 2013 in 2015 they announced they were bringing it to the West. They, they announced first that they were bringing it to the US and Australia and then there was no launch there was no date for the UK. So Nintendo did these things like in the Nintendo Directs they had um, funny little vignettes with Reggie and some other staff getting um, inspirited by these Yokai and you know making them dance and things. I remember there being talks on, you know, YouTube channels such as Game Explain featured the demo when it came out. I downloaded the demo. Um, And all the while, especially at this point, it wasn't even announced for a release in Europe. There wasn't a date. It was something like coming in 2016. And this was like late 2015. So I consumed everything I could about this game. I hadn't really watched anything about it in Japanese because it's sort of... You know, not my spoken language. Plus, at this point, um, nobody in English was really speaking about it because it hadn't hit. It hadn't come over, and like, you could import it if you wanted. But because it hadn't really hit the way it had in Japan, even before it was released, there weren't people in English talking about this Japanese game. There were there were sites talking about the game, but they weren't. There wasn't anybody in English playing the game in Japanese. Of course, that changed over time. So, Yoko Watch 1 was released in Australia the same time as it was released in the US. Um, and luckily, Australia being a PAL country means that I could get myself a 2DS, which didn't cost very much at that point. I think second-hand something like 30 quid. Really nothing. Um, make myself an Australian eShop account and download it the day it came out. Um, I could also have ordered it off Play Asia, who are really good at stocking, um, yeah, foreign games, um, and making sure they're delivered pretty soon after you know release date. So, Yokai Watch One comes out, and I loved the minute. I loved every minute out of it. That really doesn't make sense. I loved every minute of it. I just Early twenty sixteen, no, late twenty fifteen. I just remember being so hyped for this game. I remember watching videos, people talking about the demo, and finally getting to play it, and you know, and fight and battle with these yokai. I just, I just really enjoyed it. Um, I don't really know how much to describe like the game. Obviously, you follow a character called Nate or Katie if you play uh, the female protagonist. And Basically, your world is becoming invaded by these yokai. Um, so there's various chapters, and in a chapter, you know, you've got certain tasks you've got to do that they always culminate in a boss. Um, you've got a device called the yokai watch that allows you to see these yokai around the world where you can search them under cars. Um, you can search them under cars, you can search them like, um up in trees um, you can enter spaces like back alleys where they actually roam free and you can just find them and catch them but there are also gates and you have to upgrade your watch over the course of the game i think you upgrade it from a rank e to a rank s the sort of the last one before the post game is rank a um, at this shop called timers and more and each one requires you basically to hunt down three special yokai out in the world battle them and prove you're strong enough to move up to the next rank that way you can either open gates to, to find areas of new yokai or say you can look up in a tree and these yokai of higher grades will appear. Um, the first game hasn't got online battling, it hasn't got online trading. It's got um, the Krankakai, which basically is you can get these coins in different colors. Each coin is like a tribe of yokai so although they've got elements too so there's like fire and water there's also tribes that um, more describe their personality so each one of those pertains to a different color and out of that you can get different items but you can also get rare s rank yokai um, the only caveat with this is you can only put three coins in a day they did change like future games um, there were things like qr codes to scan that would give you special items, there's things like passwords that would give you special items (coughs) (coughs) sorry about that (coughs) there were things like um, QR codes and passwords give you special items Um, there was also the yokai cam which would let you take a picture of a person and it would sort of put a yokai to that person's face, and then depending on the type of yokai, you'd own yourself an item. Um, all different ways to basically get items and befriend yokai. Now, one of the most controversial things about Yokai Watch is unlike Pokemon, the capture mechanic is very, very random. With Pokemon, there is a certain amount of randomness, but if you get them down in the red and you're using a decent ball, especially now in modern games, maybe have them you know with status condition you can you can capture them back in the old you know back in like gen one where you'd use an ultra ball on the legendary birds and every ball would miss it's frustrating but in this game you have to befriend the yokai so you can finish you finish a battle and you have a chance that they'll come and befriend you um there's certain things you can do to increase that. There's nothing you can do to guarantee it, but there's certain things you do, can do to increase it. You can use a yokai that's got the ability called popularity. This gives them more of a chance to be to befriend you. You can give them food. So each yokai has a favorite type of food, and the food rank up. So you start off with like a plain hamburger, and you go up to like a super deluxe burger, which of course costs more, gives you more of a chance. There's also things called wisps. So during a battle, when you're... You've got some things to do, but it's not like it stops and starts, it's not turn-based. A wisp flies across the screen and you can use it to pin. And if you pin it, you can get things like increased experience, increased coins at the end of a battle. You can get your soul ultimate meter back, so that, that will enable you to do another special attack. Or it will increase your chances of becoming, befriending this yokai. So it's hard because there are certain yokai that are very rng to find uh, RNG-based to find. And then you've also got this on top. So, of course, for streamers and things, it's less like... Mm-hmm. It's less like... Um, hunting shiny Pokemon. No, it's... Yeah, it's less like hunting shiny Pokemon. i more just like if every single Pokemon was, like, at the rate of a shiny Pokemon. Or imagine shining, finding a shiny Pokemon and every time you battled it, there was this chance of, like you know this slim chance that it would befriend you um so it's it's parts like that that are frustrating but also it's sort of that thing of like when i played it first time it was more like if they want to befriend me they'll befriend me there are i think 250 yokai in the first game and Mm. i really did not try to complete that medallion pokedex Um, it just wasn't something I could do. You know, too much time and too much effort into it. But I did love playing through the game. I loved the random yokai that I'd battle that would join me and I'd have a look at their stats. And It's really... Befriending is really the feel of it. It's not just capturing. It's not just like... It's... You've been picked. Um, so anyway, I love the first yokai I watched. I think that it's got the right amount of, like, features... Um, Gameplay elements It's a good feeling game Now By the time the first Yokai Watch came out The second Yokai Watch had already been released In Japan and this was another Massive smash hit So of course A while after they announced it again Not in Europe Um, Oh I'd also like to point out that Yokai Watch the first game was pretty big Outside of Japan um, Massive in places like France and Germany Not so huge in America, but it was still pretty big. The first game, so they bought the second. The second game out, which was split into two. It was bony souls, fleshy spirits. Bony spirits, no, bony Bony souls, fleshy spirits. And basically, I of course proved this game, got it. And basically, it's set in the same place, the set in Springdale. you're, You're using the same streets, but not only that they introduce a train so the train can take you to these different locations but not only that you can go back in time. Um, so the train mini game is interesting because you have to wait for the right train to come to take you in the right direction at the right time so trains come in order and then you have to work out which direction they're going which station they're heading towards and then you have to stay on for that many stops which can be frustrating um, and of course helps when you eventually unlock like Mirapo, which is sort of the fast travel way, which you do have in the first game, but of course is way more needed in the second game. Um it introduced a lot of great stuff like trading, like online battling. Like I can remember watching uh, abdala If you've never seen Abdallah, just search for him on YouTube. Like he's from from the moment the first Yokai watch was released, he then started playing the second one in Japanese. But I remember him doing Wi-Fi battles and using things like the says that would stop your opponent from being able to rotate. So they basically sit in there and get destroyed until you could take out them. Um, it also it induced, it introduced a lot of new mechanics. Almost too many. Um, the, the moving from place to place. So say you get a quest and it will be like you need to go from in the past, in this place, to in the present in this place but that involves you going into the present in this place then catching a train um, Mm. and then, then you have to get another train to go to this different place because you can't just warp or maybe you have to go into like You're in the present, but to get to this place, you have to go into the past, then get a train in the past, then go back in. And it was things like this that got a bit frustrating. You'd sort of get a quest and it would be like, I need to go from one pick to the other. And it would be so long and convoluted to even get to the beginning of the quest or during the quest that it was sometimes hard to just push on through. It was similar in the way of, you know, you'd have have these chapters and each one of them with a boss. Um... It was quite good in the way that it basically began with the exact same sequences as the first game, and in fact, some of the se- some of the things that happened in the first game, such as when, like, sort of the yokai are invading, they become small things in the second game because you really find out what's going on. I think the thing is, it's like your mind is wiped, and but somehow the yokai still finds you, even though you haven't got your watch. And then you go back in time to learn about the history of the battle between the fleshy souls and the bony spirits of which each game of course then has exclusive yokai similar to pokemon games tad more frustrating because you know the rng it's not like you can just capture them all from one game and trade them over you can but it's not just this it's not just i'm going to find that yokai and i'm going to catch them it's like you've got the rng or sometimes they're way more convoluted than that and you need to trade something from one game to the other to be able to unlock a quest you need Certain items that are only available on yokai, so you have to get a yokai That increases the rate of them dropping these items and some of them are like You've got a yokai that appears 1% of the time and on like 5% of them They drop this item So you can see that things like that could become frustrating. I really enjoyed the games. I again pre-ordered the games I I think I pre-ordered Fleshy Fleshy Spirits, played through it first Really enjoyed it Completed the story, could, like there was almost a little bit too much content to the point where, like, again, I think at this point there was something like 500 yokai in one game, and you're not talking like 500 yok. You know, you're not talking like in a Pokemon game where you hunt them or you trade them or you hatch them from eggs or you find them from different places. Some of these places to get them were so convoluted. Um, anyway, so at that point the popularity of yokai watch dropped off pretty massively these games did not sell well across the world i think the whole two games in one probably didn't help um a lot of merchandise went unsold i think even i as a gamer that love these games have found bits of these games that i have never touched um elements that i don't not that I don't understand them, but it's like I see somebody make a video and they're like, how to get this special Yokai? And it's so convoluted or in bits that I would never have knew were there. And it's like, go here, go there, blah, 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 that I just can't bring myself to do it. I've only got very limited time to play games and, you know. So move on from that, they released Blasters, which is, see, even as part of these Yokai Watch 1 and 2, they, they had Blasters mode or Busters mode in Japan, which is basically like a fighting game where you play as your yokai and you go around like the 3D maps and you can earn items for your main game. Well they fleshed that out into a into a full game known as Blasters um, in the West and released that. I haven't even played that game and they've even released a second one in Japan and obviously that was for a side game it did well in Japan, but for a side game releasing in the West after lacklustre response to Yo-Kai Watch 2, it was then difficult when they released two versions of it, trying to sell it to people. I'll also mention that there's also a third version of the Yo-Kai Watch 2 game called Sanguchi, I think it is, in Japan, which they call Psychic Spectres um, in the UK, Um, or in the west. That was another one that was released ahead of time in Australia. Um, I think, I believe um, I downloaded that you could basically get it as a download and transfer your save across you didn't have to play through the whole game you could just play the add-on content which was good but when you think about it now you basically paid for another so you've played either one or two of these games that are £30 a pop and then they're selling you another game for £30 that's only the add-on content you can skip the rest of it so, I mean, you could, if you wanted to, play through all these games and play play through them all three times, which convoluted mess to me. But I, I did enjoy the extra content, but at the same time, it was like if you thought there was a lot to do when you ended Yo-Kai Watch 2, this bloody tripled it. Added in so many convoluted ways to get these dark Yo-Kai and things. And it was just... For me personally... It was that feeling of being overwhelmed by too much to do, too much to see. And it, already in the first Yoko I watched game that I absolutely loved, I knew I couldn't do everything and see any everything. But it was almost like it took that to the... Well, it took that to the the nth degree, to, turned it to 11, and, you know, just made me feel even more overwhelmed. Um, then there was quite a gap, actually. Um... Yokai Watch 3 had released in Japan um, and in this game it was like oh you're not in Springdale anymore you're in America or you know you're they, they basically called it the USA um, and you can go between them but, um, and then there's also like the normal yokai because you do play some of it in Springdale but it's a bit different there's a normal yokai there plus you've got the American yokai and then you've also got you also go into the yokai world and there's there's elements in that so that release in Japan obviously was massive still um, and eventually they announced they're releasing new in, the, in the west in Japan there were two versions, Sushi and Tempura and they condensed both of these into one game in the west um, which is just called Yokai Watch 3 I of course Pre-ordered it because I was excited to play it. Even just the story mode I was excited to play. And again, sort of as I feared, it added a lot, but for some reason it's like you can't just keep sticking things onto the same formula to improve the game. At some point you've got to be like, have we added too much? There were things like oh, see. There things like raft racing that seemed to me unnecessary it was almost like they replaced the trains with another mode of transport that was actually just slow and annoying too Um, the battle system they did improve they improved it so you could move on a grid and different moves attached different attacked different areas of the grid so you'd have to move on your move your yokai around in this line it was three by three grid um, in order to block or to attack certain yokai on the enemy's grid It was really good. I enjoyed that um, I have completed that game and I pretty much stopped as soon as the credits rolled Because again, there is just too much to do And I'm not really complaining there's too much to do I'm complaining that as a person with very limited time I understand that people have complained about Pokemon That things like there isn't a lot of post game content once you've played the game you've played the game I understand that but a part of interest to me is playing the game is that it's it's the feeling of like getting this team getting the feel for this team training this team from whatever into whatever they evolve into or teaching them new moves or whatever it is and taking them through the story and I do love in Pokemon catching Pokemon, but in Yokai Watch I cannot bring myself to properly hunt these yokai down. I think in Yokai Watch 3 there are about 700 yokai available, which is insane. And with the RNG, I think there are a couple more things you can do in order to to increase your effectiveness. Um, but still, it's with that RNG, the amount of time you would spend filling that in, plus all the convoluted methods, and see it sounds like I'm being really negative on these games but it's not, it's like when you love something you've got to be critical of it Um, Mm -hmm. the only thing I can describe uh, the kind of feeling I have for say from how Yokai Watch has gone is if you go from things like Pokemon Diamond and Pearl and Platinum to Black and White they didn't really, like, they kind of improved the graphics, but it was, like, in the same way, it was, like, on the same system. They added a bunch of stuff, um, but to me, it just felt convoluted. To me, it felt like I just got lost in the games because they, they hadn't really improved the graphics, they hadn't really improved the they haven't really improved the aesthetic but they've thrown a bunch of stuff in it and it's only when you go to like X and Y and I know they cut things back but it's when you go to X and Y and then you're moved into 3D and you're moved into this other console this these new graphics that you can truly realise that like how fully you can explore the world if This, I mean this probably makes no sense but I just think there comes a point where for me personally, Yo-Kai Watch, the first game, is up there in my top probably ten games of all time. It's perfect, it's succinct, it's got it it's got a few issues, but it's still to me, it's like the actual experience of playing the game and doing the side quests is wrapped up tightly in this little ball that although there is some RNG, there's some frustration that there's some hard bits in completing your medallion. It's not too much, it's not over the top. Yeah, I did think when playing the first game it would be nice to add, you know, battling or trading. I did think that, but realistically, in this world right now, where nobody's playing the game, who are you going to battle or trade with? You know, I just would rather get the feeling. And the, the thing is, is that because they keep using this same town they keep using Springdale which in itself is probably a bad point for the games because it's not you know although they are doing things like going into the past they are doing things like going to these other train stops or adding America it it brings back this nostalgia for playing the first game the first time and almost a part of me when there's like less clutter on the screen there's less crazy gadgets and things to use in order to get yokai like there's some in the first game but there's way less it's almost like you just want to play the game like as intended as you know base and I'm not saying it should have kept it should have every generation should have changed graphics and changed it shouldn't have been Pokemon it can be different but for me personally like it's like jumping from if you had Pokemon Red and Pokemon Blue as this little package where it can be difficult to catch a Pokemon, but then you suddenly added in like I don't know it's like you added in gold and silver but you started still in Kanto, and then you made it so that some of the yokai you love from the first game were like hidden behind even more RNG, you then added in the way to get from Kanto to Johto was like on a train line system, so you couldn't just go back free. You could get, I don't know. Then they added the Sevii Islands, but you could get stuck there at certain points, and you shouldn't, you know. It's, I know it's all hypothetical, and of course it's comparing Yokai to Pokemon, that isn't my favorite thing to do, but it's that hypothetical idea. Now, right now, I am. It's the third of October, twenty nineteen and in seven days time a week today they are releasing yokai watch one in hd on nintendo switch in japan in japanese i have thought about this they announced it a couple of months ago and i've thought about it and i've watched the trailers and i'm really tempted to give it a go now as i said before i'm a massive fan of pokemon and pokemon release every year not not necessarily every year you know, there were points like 2014, 2015, they took a year off. 2016, came back with Sun and Moon. And in that year, 2015, there was no Pokemon game. And in that year, yo Watch hit. And it made me really grateful because I don't get a lot of time to play games. I play a lot of little in indie games. But games like Pokemon I get hyped for all year long. I watch content. I build up my excitement i get my pre-order in early i think about my team i'm going to use and to not have that in a year is it's depressing you know it's like when you work hard and you work constantly and you've grown up with a series and so it hit at the perfect time so it's silly because obviously sword and shield are coming like they're you know a month and a half away from where we are at this point it's really not long but for some reason just at the perfect time when I played Yokai. I played Yokai Watch Three. It released in February this year. It took me a few months to complete because I did go away and come back to it. I got stuck at one point, and it, I really had to keep pushing on to like grind to get there. Um, at the point where I'd sort of my love for the series, and sorry, I'm getting well come off the track. But Yokai Watch Four has been released in Japan. It's a different game. You play in a three D space. It's more Live action, not. I know it's not turn-based anyway, but there's something about the battles that's very passive. Whereas this is like you get involved, you support Yokai, and I. it's not sold me. So let's just say at this point where my interest in the brand had been waning because Watch 3 was okay, there were parts of it where you're in the western town, it's not really spoilers, that I just think really dragged. They just wanted to add length and bulk onto the game, and it really didn't impress me. Yoko watch 4 Yoko watch blasters or busters that i'm really not interested in that sort of thing to suddenly be like out of the blue oh by the way the first yokai watch is coming to nintendo switch in hd um just piqued my interest no question it's not even that long ago since the game released 2015 but already it feels nostalgic already it feels like i'm getting the memories of playing through this perfect package game um i understand it's going to be in japanese but i think i have played through the first game probably 10 15 times now and i think i'm going to be okay even even just getting through the story i'll be fine because i know what i'm doing but it's the side quests and things so I've been I've been consuming content, I've been watching speedruns of the game. Not that I intend to speedrun it, but I just wanted to refresh myself with the game because there reaches a point when you've played three games that are based in the same town, same character, you reach a point where they blur together. There's a character in the second game called Swelton, who's a big sweaty bloke, who's a big sweaty bloke in the sewers. And of course, that's in the sewers that are actually in the first game. But I had to go look and work out was he in the first game, was he in the second game and of course now I realise he is in the second game you see basically I'm really excited for this game I'm really excited to play it in HD I'm really excited to see what it's like on the Switch I'm really excited to see if they've changed anything if they've improved anything because over time they've tweaked things like the popularity and helping you to befriend Yokai it'd be interesting to see if they've done any of that but ultimately like with it's not like taking, you know, Pokemon Red and Blue, Yellow, and bringing it up to, like, let's go. This is like taking a game that was already in 3D, on the 3DS, and bringing it up full HD, plus one screen now. Um, and I'm just really excited for it. And I think if you've got any interest in monster catching, um, or anything like that, I'd say play yo Watch. If you can play, if you play the demo, you get a good taste of it, but I think... Like, stick your nose into it. The world record speed runs now uh, like, three hours? No, two, two and a half hours? And I'm not saying you play it at that speed, but you can complete the story in eight or nine hours. And, and at this point, it's, like, you can get it for, like, seven, eight, nine pounds, like, secondhand. I think it's worth a play. I think if you go into it expecting something completely different to Pokemon, but still in the same... Bane Then I can't see how you wouldn't be Impressed I can't see how you wouldn't be engrossed with it And if you don't like it that's fine This is just my my two cents If you think that there are things missing like trading and battling online Then go for Yoko Watch 2 But For me personally It's this wrapped up little package That Perfectly Encapsulates what I wanted out of that game At that moment And Like I said, it's not 100% perfect. I'm not saying it's perfect. Um, I'm not saying I've caught every yokai in that game. I'm not saying I've played... I've I've completed all the missions and things. I'm just saying give it a go. Um, I don't really know what else more I can say. I hope I've sort of piqued your interest. And if somebody is searching somehow on a podcast app for a podcast about yokai watch... hope i piqued your interest. If you're a massive fan, I'm really sorry if I've got anything wrong but I'm kind of passionate about the game and I know I've been quite critical of the second and third games and I know that generally people regard the second games as the best third games sort of following on the first game as like even when I've seen it announced this HD version people have complained that there are issues with it and I hope they fix this and I hope they fix that but that's just their two cents this is my two cents Um, I'll be back next week with another episode about God knows what um, at some point I'm going to do a Pokemon episode Slash episodes I don't really know what it's going to be It's going to take a lot of thought Probably on my behalf um, So yeah I'll leave you at that Oh, also, and this is completely not related But I've got to add it on the end And I'm sure you have fed up with people talking about it But play Untitled Goose Game Play it, just download it I understand it's a short game I understand for some people that time is money And money is time and things like this But Support an indie developer, download this game and play it and just don't worry about the fact that it is shot. If you haven't got enough out of it when the credits roll, there's still plenty to do. It's the most charming, beautiful little game that made me so happy every minute of playing through and I think you should download it. And I know that every person in the world is talking about it right now, so I'm sorry for just being that person, but just download it. Thank you very much and I'll see you next time.